At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League and the Champions League. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and we've made it to the final episode of the season as we look back on Real Madrid's victory over Liverpool in the Champions League final and discuss how Liverpool move forward from here. That's what we've got coming up in today's episode. Okay, my friend, Liverpool Mm -hmm. nil, Real Madrid won the final, final match day uh, for the Premier League teams, of course, Liverpool were thinking they might get four trophies. They've ended up with two, my friend. Yeah. Um, but let's let's kind of start right at the beginning here because I think everybody who's watching us or listening to this podcast yeah. expected the kickoff to be a little bit earlier. Yeah. Now, yeah. okay, again, it's difficult to know what really happened outside, Rob. Yeah. Um, it looked like from within the stadium that the Real Madrid fans were in and yeah. a lot of the Liverpool ones ones weren't in I mean mm. we know people that were kind of in and around the stadium yeah but again it's difficult to know what really happened mm. there I mean we just have to be a little bit patient isn't it but isn't it disappointing Rob that this, a stadium that must have had hundreds of events yeah. to fill that place why it took so long to get everybody in I think that's a big thing Rob I think when we're talking about UEFA a huge organization a huge yeah. game a showpiece game that we're 35 minutes delayed that we're hearing, you know, stories about pepper spray and tear gas on, yeah. on, on fans, that fans with tickets still can't get into the stadium, that Gary Lineker, um, the famous old English striker, is, is tweeting out that it's shambolic, that he couldn't get in there, said it was a disgrace um, and a really bad look on UEFA. It, it, yeah. It's just a shame for the spectacle, Rob, for the game, you know, showpiece yeah. game right at the end of the season, two magnificent teams, two great sets of fans, and we're talking about delays and, 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 you know, maybe over the next few days we'll hear a little bit more about the detail. Yeah. But um, yeah. fortunately, you know, hopefully everybody was safe in there. And, and yeah, have they got in safely? Yeah. That's, that's the main thing. But, um, yeah, it was a bad start to the day and ended up being a bad day in the end for, for, for Liverpool Football Club. Mm. Just just on the team, Rob, before we get into yeah. the game a little bit, I think, you know, when you looked at the lineup, I mean, there was doubts on... Quite a few mm. players for Liverpool, but it ended up being the team that I think Jurgen Klopp would have wanted to pick. Um, you know, with Mane up front, Mo Salah to the right hand side, Luis Diaz yeah. started on the left. Rob Fabinho yeah. was okay, which meant mm. Henderson. We talked about it, Rob, didn't we, on the preview pod? Mm. How important that was going to be, and I thought, particularly in the first half, it, it, it kind of panned out Played exactly out, how yeah. we yeah. suggested with mm. Henderson helping Trent Alexander-Arnold, Ibrahima Kanate, that we will go on to talk about. um, Certainly went over that side as well. The goal came from that side that, again, we'll go on to talk about. But just in terms of lineup, Rob, uh, it was was what, I guess, what you'd assume is the strongest Liverpool team right now, isn't it? Yeah, I think so, Rob. I think that, you know, Diaz has done that well in, in becoming a January signing, his first choice. Mane in that central position. 
Salah to mm. the right, and and the indications that we spoke about on the last podcast that were Fabinho and Thiago were probably going to be fit enough to start the game and influence yeah. the game. And and to be honest, Rob, I, I've got to admit, I, I started watching the game, got a few friends around, and I'm saying, looks good. I mean, Liverpool mm. dominating possession. Liverpool look yeah. the better balanced team. Liverpool yeah. look in charge of the game so far. Um, yeah. And as chances continue to come, and whether it was t- uh, Courtois in inspired form or whether it was some poor misses or not great clinical finishing, I started to say to one or two of my friends, this game's playing out for Real Madrid. This yeah. game's playing out for Real yeah. Madrid exactly how they, they've stayed in this competition from Sheriff at the start of the group stage, yeah. through PSG, <laughs> through Chelsea, through Man City, and now to Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's remarkable how they do it, Rob, and the durability defensively. The goalkeeper was incredible. I mean, it, it will look back and to be he was a key factor in all of this. Um, I mean, yeah, I made note of three chances of Liverpool in the first twenty minutes. So did yeah. Mane, uh, sorry, Mo Salah with maybe one of the best chances. I mean, at the end of the game, Rob, and, and I'm kind of skipping to the end here yeah. just for this yeah. moment. You, you, you always, because I know I read a lot of stuff already about, you know, mm. they were they were the better team, etc. And the people yeah. that I was with yeah. were saying, you know, such a shame Liverpool were the better team. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, well, were they? And mm. what what really good chances did they create? And I think the most Salah flicked finish early on, I think it was the first, in the first, one of those in the first yeah. 20 minutes, Rob. Good yeah. save, mm. low save from, from Courtois. Courtois. And then Courtois save at the end from a brilliant yeah. takedown by Mo Salah. The little... Oh. The little cut that we see him do before the right foot shot, but again, Courtois makes a, a brilliant, brilliant save. Um, other ones, yeah, but but I, I don't think I'm missing out. Was there any other really good chances? There's half chances they should have done better. Yeah. Some of the quality wasn't always there. Um, but you know, on a day where Thibaut Courtois, it was just incredible. And a commentator, mm-hmm. I'm actually in the UK now, so it isn't yeah. the UK. Commentary, t- commentary team talked about early on, is this going to be one of the games for Courtois because he made early saves and he looked unbeatable, Rob, and, and a big part of why Real Madrid won this, this Champions League. Yeah, I mean, you, look, you only have to just go to the stats, mate. 24 shots Liverpool had to four of Real Madrid. Real Madrid get one goal, Liverpool don't. And Courtois is an interesting character, isn't he? Because when he was in English football... Obviously played at Chelsea and some had some success, obviously, in the blue of Chelsea. I don't think he was ever revered. as He was never seen as top, top, was he? And then he, he moved away. Obviously, he moved, got the, the, the move to Real Madrid. And I'm not sure he's ever totally been thought of as top, top, world class. He always seems like he's one of those that seem like, you know, best of the rest kind of thing. Well, possibly. I mean, I think you could argue, and, and I don't know whether you saw it, Rob, on, again, on the UK feed, I'm not sure the US okay, yeah. picked it up, but Courtois spoke pretty quickly after the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like, wow. I mean, he was fired up. Like, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't get the respect in England. You guys don't think I'm very good. I never, you know, I, I, I would say to that, I'm not sure he was outstanding for Chelsea, Rob. I think he's, mm-hmm. I think he's always an excellent goalkeeper. I can't. You know, I can't remember kind of, you know, marvelling over many performances from Courtois. He's a really, he's a really good goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, it just, but listen, he had, a, he had a phenomenal game, man of the match for sure, given yeah. some of those saves and other ones as well in interceptions. And there's other players I want to talk about as well for Real Madrid, yeah. Rob. Um, 
But for Liverpool, after, a, like you said, a good start, mm. a controlled start. Yeah. And I remember saying on our last part of previewing this game, can Liverpool's A team yeah. find the rhythm? Find the rhythm again. Can they get on the front foot? They've been out. They've been swapped. They've been rotated. They've been rested. They've got injury problems. And at the first 15, 20 minutes, I'm like, yeah, yeah this is kind really of it. Mm. This is Liverpool's rhythm. Territory, possession was good. Yeah. Of course, you know, the hardest thing is to create and score goals. And and it's like you said, Rob, when when a few don't go in, the keeper makes a couple of good saves and, mm. and Real Madrid always look to threaten a counter-attack. You all just, you after like 25 minutes or whatever, it's like, is this one of those games where... Yeah. Real Madrid are going to soak it up and they're going to hit you on the counter-attack and, uh, you know, find a way to score. What I do want to mention, Rob, again, is following up from the preview pod. Yeah. And what I certainly believed, I think we both agreed, that was going to be a critical part of this game was Vinicius Jr. Yeah. against Trent Alexander-Arnold. Absolutely. And, th- and th- through the first maybe half an hour of the game, mm-hmm. it went exactly how you would predict. Yeah. Vinicius Jr., isn't really want to Trent uh, to want to track him back. No. He's waiting for the turnover, and Trent just went. His game of cat and mouse was going on. Who's going to do better when they have the ball? Is Trent going to do better? Yeah, because Felicia Junior's not tracking him. Is he going to create? Is he going to assist? Or is he going to get caught out of position? And Felicia Junior's going to create and score a goal. Yeah. Now, first half, Alexander Arnold had much more possession. Got yeah, got on the ball. Mm. Um, things changed in the second half, Rob. But yeah. before we get to that. Was that something? Did it play out how you thought it would? Yeah, in, maybe in the first half. In the first half, and Trent got in some good situations, played one or two balls in, was trying to build up play. Hendo made those runs outside. Yeah, there were times that Hendo or Fabinho would go over if Trent went. They were obviously aware of the danger tactically. There's no doubt Klopp had done some work there, but I felt as though the balance was quite right, and Trent was. An influence on the game. I thought he was yeah. a, he was he was a, an outlet that might create something for Liverpool to go. It's on a calculated risk, Rob. Isn't it? Absolutely. It's a calculated risk it, to it, let it him looked, go and do it. And it looked right. In contrast, and to just say uh, to that, didn't see much of Robbo getting forward that much. Almost as though it's going to be Trent's day today, and you're going to sit a little bit tighter mm. and be part of, 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 of a back three mm. if we do get broke on. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I just. You know, the longer the game went on, again, I was mm. sat with my with some family members and I'm like, Vinicius Jr. is such a live wire. He's such yeah. a threat. And a couple of times, we tried to play little one-twos in behind. They got cut out. Yeah. Um, now, just just kind of chronologically working through the game, Rob, the big call, of course, was the Karen Benzema goal that was disallowed yeah. for yeah. offside. Mm. And, of course, you know, and there's a ton of reaction on social media. yeah. yeah. I thought it was the right call and I tweeted as such and I'll try and kind of quickly explain why. Yeah. It's it's obvious in in that particular moment of the play, he's in an offside Offside. position, Benzema. There's just one player behind him, there's got to be two. So that's the first bit. So Mm -hmm. the the only thing we're looking at is who plays the ball. Yeah. Because if it's a Real Madrid player that plays that ball, then from from the closeness of the Liverpool defenders... It's, it, it will be a deflection. Yeah. And that's the important part of it. And again, Correct. these are nuanced part of the rules. And I understand yeah. a lot on social media maybe mm. don't know them too yeah. much. And they, they jump to conclusions and what mm. are you talking about and everything else. But I think that the certainly the, ref, the former referee in the studio in the UK thought it was the correct call. Yeah. I know that um, there's some really good experts on 
on social media, Rob, that thought yeah. the same thing. Yeah. And back to it. Yeah. So, it's, so I think it's Valverde. If he gets to the ball first, which I think yeah. he did. He did. Just, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Just. If that's a 50 50 tackle, yeah, it's different. Yeah, him, it's different. Well, yeah. it might be different. Yeah. Uh, but it's. Because because I looked at the ball, like where where's its first motion? The motion of the ball was to go towards a Liverpool goal. Yeah. It then strikes one defender onto Canab- Fabinho. It hits it's Canab- squirts, squirts uh, onto out. Fabinho and back to yeah. Benzema. Benzema. Their yeah. deflections after oh, an attempt after the first ball was made forward. Yeah. I'm not sure it's very clear. Yeah, but, it, but then it goes to him. In an attempt to play the ball, he's a deflected, not an attempt to play the ball cleanly. Then he's, he's in an offside position. We've had a couple of these in the Premier League. That's why I'm with a group of, 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 of friends and straight away said, no, nah, no, nah, he's offside. That's, that's a deflection. That doesn't count yeah. as the same as, as if it was, um, you know. Rob, let me just give, can I just give one other quick way of trying to describe it? If yeah. you can imagine, right, that the, the Valverde had a, had a, was, was away from the defending players yeah. and, he, and he striked it or he, mm. he, he, he passed the ball firmly or shot. Yeah. And it deflected off defenders went to, yeah. to Benzema. He's offside. Yeah. Because it's a deflection off a defender. Deflection, not, yeah. Because it's obvious that Valverde got to the ball first in that scenario. Yeah. But the one, the real case, it's difficult because they're coming together at the same yeah, time. Yeah, they had to look if at he it. did get to the ball first, it then becomes a, a shot, if you will, yeah. and a yeah. deflection to a player. Then he's gained an advantage. He's in an offside position, yeah. So, yeah. so I, I thought it was, that's was clear, pretty clean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And listen, I'm, I'm sure, you know, as, as time goes on, we'll, we'll get that rule. Just because I think we've seen a couple of times. I remember one, Robert, I think it was Harry Kane in offside position against Liverpool at Anfield. I think he came off Matip, same thing, got deflected to him and it wasn't given. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. sometimes you remember those ones and it, and it comes back. So, it, but mm. I, I, just on that goal, Rob, the, the thing I would say is it was the first big warning, I thought, for Liverpool in the game. It was the first time... Real Madrid went a little bit longer over the top and in behind, mm. which was a high yeah. line. And it was a little bit of a precursor to one or two things that were going to happen in the second half, which actually mm. became more Real Madrid. And actually, with better play and better decisions, Real Madrid would have nicked another couple of goals on, 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 the, um, on the break, on the counter-attack and breakaway, even though, mm. you know, despite the one that they got. Yeah, I, I thought in general, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I thought, in general, Real Madrid's build-up play was poor. Yeah, Liverpool did a really good job, particularly in the first half, Rob, mm. pressing high, so the longer balls came forward, yeah. and Liverpool kind of enjoyed that earlier on. Um, but they're more of a dangerous team in transition. And, yeah. and as the longer the game went on, a little bit more space were created, you just got the sense that something might happen, Rob. And mm. before we get to the goal, I just want to pick out a couple of players that for, for Real Madrid I thought was interesting and I thought yeah. were, were excellent. We've talked about Thibaut Courtois and man of the match. Yeah, yeah. But for, for if there's any young, holding, defensive, midfield mm-hmm. players, mm. please, please re-watch the game and positionally check out Casemiro. Yeah, the Brazilian, yeah. I mean, mm. I, I mean, the amount of times he is in the perfect position to just fill little spaces. And in the, in the, in the, the course of the game, you know, it's not the sort of thing that catches your eye because you look at the attacking part. He got him right in between the centre-backs, right in front of him. He's, he should call him the screen. He screened so well. Anytime the ball was away from the centre-backs of Real Madrid, he's there to clear it away, to make a tackle, to make a block. I thought, listen, if you looked at his possession on the ball, some of his mm-hmm. passing, not great. Yeah. Not great. 
but he's got Tony Cruz and Luka Modric, who are pretty yeah, good. Yeah, at that midfield, yeah. His role in that midfield, I thought, was 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 sensational as well. Again, me playing that role, I I, I look for it and I mm. appreciate that. And I thought Casemiro again. My, I don't know whether people are talking about how good he was, yeah. but defensively, my goodness, I thought he was was excellent. I actually thought, just taking your point a little bit further, I thought Carvajal and Mendy, mate, two full-backs yeah. against Diaz and Carvajal. Salah, um, yeah. threats in the wide areas, I thought were, were excellent. Mm-hmm. Carvajal showed his pace, his experience. I thought he ran forward once or twice and gave Diaz problems. Um, I thought Mendy did a good job at times. Salah got, went narrow into bodies, which I think where you want him, but I thought they, did, they both did a good job. And the other fella, mate, for me, who doesn't get here, Valverde. Yeah. Right yeah. on side, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, he's the one with a bit of pace. He's, he's intelligent. He knows when to sit in and be part of a holding sort of three-stroke four. He knows when to break forward. I just thought he's all-round game. These are players who are not star names to, you know, people in the Premier League watchers. They're not kind of the big hitters, but prop- were, were really important to the team today, Rob, to make sure they stayed in the game. Well, that's great because that's going to link us into the goal. And mm. I want to talk quickly about Danny Carvajal, right? Because, yeah. you know, we all know, and this is going to, this is going to round on Trent, Trent Alexander-Arnold, mm. and we've already mentioned him a little bit in that important matchup, and that's where the goal yeah. came from. That's a decisive, defining moment came from, yeah. from those two and that, and that kind of matchup. Danny Carvajal is a sort of player, Rob, that would annoy me. And, 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 and I'm sure he annoyed. He's a nasty, aggressive <laughs> Yeah. Tough little, whatever you want to call him. He's he's yeah. a nasty. Th- he gets Leap. wired in. He's late. The referee has to speak to him, saying you've had yeah. two or three fouls. He's right, he plays on the edge, but then when he's had to warn him from the referee, Rob, he does. He's he knows, super smart. He? Yeah, he knows. He's it, super yeah. smart, and he keeps yeah. away from it. But he, yeah. he very very good. Now his defensive nows was super important. You're right to pick yeah. him out. And as we talk about the goal now, you know it's it's the thing that. Trent Alexander-Arnold just hasn't got that defensive now that just that that threat of danger, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the natural instinct of a defender to, to consider where his winger is, you know, and to be conscientious. That's why Trent Alexander-Arnold doesn't start for Gareth Southgate for England. And listen, I, I love what, what he does, Alexander-Arnold, mm. Rob. The little defensive moments where he should do better, yeah. and for me, he should do better on the goal. Well, he's in. Yeah. He's, he's got plentty of time there, Rob. He's he's yeah. he's, he's, he's centre back. He should, he knows there's somebody behind him. Yet that ball mm. came across and he still did. found a way to his man. That's yeah. his man who scored the winning goal. Now I I love what he does going forward, and maybe as a wing back, he get a little bit more protection. Maybe he's a midfield player as he, as he ages and matures. And he's a brilliant assister. Of course he is. Mm. But that, I'm just, I'm just showing that moment, yeah. big moment. And he just didn't get in the right spot or open his body to realise mm. where his winger was. And that was a moment that, 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 that changed this game. Um, Carvajal, yeah, but- Carvajal didn't lace his boots going forward. No, no. Defensively. Yeah. You know, that's the difference of, a, of an attacking right back and a, and a defensive minded one. But to be the player that, that Trent could be, yeah, world class, different level, he's got to improve on that, Rob. It's no use to keep saying that, well, he doesn't do that. He can improve on it. He's 23 years of age. He's got so many attributes to his game 
and you say majority of them going forward, but he can defend, Rob. He can improve that defending with concentration, with think, work. Think with, with... I'm sure the managers tried. I'm sure the coaching staff tried to help him. Uh, because remember, was it last season, the season before, he got a ton of criticism for his defending, yeah, and yeah, I thought it was, it was better. Yeah. But yeah. It was just the odd moment. I mean, this is the pinnacle of the game. Mm. So any kind of little crack in your, yeah, in your makeup it, it is going to come found through. Out. And... You get found out, don't you? Whether he could do, be improved or what he played the role. Those are things. The bits he can, the bits to improve him, Rob, are things you can work on. The bits he does yeah. naturally are just God-given yeah, talent. So difficult. You ain't, you yeah, ain't, exactly. ain't getting get that. So, so. If he goes in, and I'm not saying every day and every but if he takes 45 minutes after training sometimes and works on his position and works on those things, you get better, Rob. You, you, you get better. You, you generally get better at those things. And mm-hmm. the, these fullbacks who couldn't lace his boots but will have that defensive now and smell danger a little more than he does. I, I like him so much, right? Rob, the, yeah. yeah, the... the in a lot of ways, I think I would play him for England because he's mm. so good going forward. So I'm, mm. I'm criticising it, Rob, but I, yeah. I want it to be a, a, an even yeah. discussion. I think he's brilliant on the ball. And it's what England need as a possession guy and a creative guy. He can spot a yeah. pass, he can cross a ball. And, it, and it's one of those, am I going to try and deal with that, the, the negative side of it or am I going to try yeah. and play on the positive? Because Southgate is a little bit more, listen, I want to have a, a, a really strong back yeah. four and I get it. Um, but listen, I don't want to be hard on him, but but that was a key moment. Yeah. And again, that little Achilles heel of just not being defensively sound was a problem today. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Yeah, well, obviously moving on from Trent because you're right. Yeah. Um, but, but Real Madrid, my friend. Yeah, durable, how, mate. How, how durable. They, how have they won the, the, this title? I mean, they should have been out. They should have been dead and buried a number of times during this this thing. They should have been out of this this game. You know, Liverpool should have got the you know found the back of the net and have been one and up. They, they, despite the talent and the quality and the Galacticos and the money, there's a grit and the determination. There's some tactical acumen from from the sideline with Ancelotti that they got them over the line, mate, and got them to 14 uh, European titles. It's stunning, mate. It's stunning. How consistent they are! There's a ba- there's a there's a ton of know-how. There's mm-hmm. a ton of mid uh, of experience in the midfield areas. We know about Carvalho, the right yeah. fullback, a brilliant goalkeeper, Valverde, who is a wonderful team player. Mm-hmm. Works his socks off, can do a bit of everything. Assists for the goal, by the way, yeah. Rob. Yeah, yeah. Valverde, Federico. Yeah. So, so you know, it, you, you have Benzema that's done remarkable finishing, scored a ton of goals, and Vinicius Junior scores a winning goal. Constant threat. Uh, was a problem in the previous round as well. Um, I mean, th- this, you know, you know how I like a durable team. And my goodness, like a, a team like Real Madrid can show that side is is remarkable. Casemiro, again, the protection that he provided to a back four that were fired up, to a goalkeeper yeah. that was incredible, to midfield players that experienced with front players that offer a threat. That's how they win it. That's yeah. how they win it. You get through PSG, Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, 
I mean, that that's the best of English football right there. And yeah. and yeah, there's a few games where it looked like they were never going to get through. They conceded a ton of goals against City, but still scored the goals and still kept going. So nothing but credit for Real Madrid. I mean, for all the reasons of, 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 of the experience and the know-how and the individuals today, and there's just like, um, you know, when Liverpool are playing well and dominating mm-hmm. like you, it's like, oh, this, this feels like one of them games where they're going to soak it all up and score in the counter-attack, which they did. I mean, there isn't, you know, there isn't a ton else more to say, mm-hmm. mate. They, they, they deserve the victory. I don't want to hear about Liverpool being the better team because yeah. I hate, I kind of hate that phrase because better teams don't lose. Well, win pretty, games. Better teams win games, mate. They, they, yeah. win, they, they, they lift the title. And, that, yeah. and that's... Yeah. That's possibly, you know, just, just moving on to a slightly bigger picture. Uh, I believe it's Monday mm. in Liverpool. There's a, a open top parade, I think, with with the female team and the male team. Both have, have won competitions. Now, obviously, for Liverpool's point of view, just the domestic double, League Cup and FA Cup, which is certainly nothing to take too lightly. But the two big, the two big prizes uh, have evaded them. Premier League by a point due to City's incredible uh, form and, 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 and way to find a way to win the games. And Real Madrid's uh, ability to hang in a game. Does this reflect, how, how does this reflect on what's been a outstanding season for Klopp? Do, do we, do, will people look at it a little bit differently now? Yeah, I think they will, Rob. I think they will. I mean, they deserve they deserve that that kind of adulation from the fans to win a league cup and the FA mm. Cup. Of course, the two that they really wanted or would have preferred is the, the Premier League title. They were yeah. one point away in the nineties again in terms of points. They're one goal away from the Champions League. It's still a brilliant team, yeah. and it, it, of course, like they were shooting for the stars and and with a quadruple fair play to to to, to go down to the last game in all, every competition they entered. I, I I'm not you know. <laughs> You know, a knee, stupid knee-jerk reaction would be a disappointing season or, you know, failed in certain moments. I mean, not not for me. To, to win two Cups, to be that close. Yeah, of course, you know, you want to get over that line. But the football that they played, the team that they are, yeah. the new signings that they've brought in, the squad that they've got. And by the way, we haven't, we, we've, we've moved on. Ibrahima Kanate, my friend. I mean, we we got to just reverse, a, a, just to talk about how standout he was. Cool. I mean, I, I mean, the best game we've seen him play for Liverpool with the ball going forward mm. defensively, one on one versus Vinicius Junior. One time he came back. I mean, yeah. he looked like he climbed yeah. so many levels, which is going to, of course, help Liverpool in the future. Yeah. If he if he develops at the same rate. You look at that back four and the goalkeeper. It's yeah. a brilliant team. Now, if I'm going to be picky now with Liverpool, I, I am going to look at the midfield. I am going to look at the midfield. Um, Henderson's not getting any younger. Brilliant leader, brilliant captain. Yeah. Fabinho, top class, brilliant. Yeah. Thiago's getting a little older. Naby Keita hasn't really done it. Come into this game again. Yeah, that yeah. scenario, for me, that they can improve. And I'll throw it back to you, Rob, on this. I'm not sure whether yeah. you've gone down a, yeah. a bit of a tangent here um, do they need a striker um, well interesting, interesting week coming up because apparently after this game Sadio Mane is going to talk about his future indications might look like he's headed to Bayern Munich 
Mo Salah said he's still going to be at football club next year, but I'm not sure if Liverpool are going to allow him to run his contract yeah. out if he doesn't what? sign. So yeah. we could be in a position pretty soon where there's a spot or two depending on some decisions. And you're right, another striker may be a different type with bringing chemistry. Luis Diaz has come in and, and, and been incredible since, since his January signing. Bobby Firmino's going to play a part, but probably not going to be a, an everyday starter. If Salah was to decide, it, you know, he, he's going to move, Mane indications look like he might be moving. Is there room to go and buy somebody big from 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 Europe who could come in and, and well, bring a bit of a different flavour? Well, you know, that, of course we know... Um... Mbappe's mum likes Liverpool, apparently. Yeah, and and he's just signed. He's going to stay at PSG mm. with extra uh, powers within the club, which is astonishing yeah. to me. But anyway, yeah. um, but he spoke to Liverpool. He yeah. spoke to Liverpool. Yeah. Club, spoke to Karen Benzema. So you 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 but think Mbappe. about a new look front? Sorry, did I say yeah, that's Benzema, okay. yeah. yeah, Mbappe. Sorry, Mbappe, yeah, Mbappe yeah. Luis Diaz, Diogo yeah. Jota. Oh, oh stop! Stop. Well, so so uh, what what I think we're saying is there could be a shake-up mm. and it could be a, a traditional nine comes into the football club um, to, to maybe do things a little differently. I don't know. Maybe Salah and Mane. Lewandowski. And- Lewandowski coming in too old. <laughs> is he a year or two in Lewandowski? He wants to move on, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it's yeah. just, yeah. I mean, I guess we're at the point now in, in the pod where we're just con- considering the season for Liverpool and yeah. how they move forward. The disappointment. It is disappointing. Mm. Um, but I, I, what do you think, Rob? What, what do you, you know, you've heard from me about what they've done and, and how yeah, good they I, are. I think, they, feel... I, I think there's a, there should be a satisfaction in what they've done. There should be a satisfaction to have been played 63 games, um, only four defeats, including the one today. Uh, yeah, incredible yeah. football, incredible level. Yeah. I think you've got, to, you've got to take that first, Rob, not just the disappointments. But Jurgen Klopp, as he's done at this football club, will be pushing things, will be pushing players, will be looking at things, be looking where they've improved. I think it could be a time where one or two of those players on the fringe, we know Origi might leave. I'm wondering about Oxlade-Chamberlain. As Naby Keita yeah. really stood up, might, might come to a decision with somebody like him. I think uh, Harvey Elliott's probably coming to midfield, Robin. Yeah. Harvey Elliott. Yeah, yeah, midfield. Jones. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. they've got the young kid, haven't they? They've signed from Carvalho, is it, from uh, Fulham? Oh, yeah, Fabio Carvalho from who, Fulham. Who he yeah. liked, who yeah. didn't want to leave on loan, said he'd be part of things coming in. So just get sent, he's a bit of freshening up yeah. coming down down the yeah. tracks with Jürgen, and he, he's looking at another. Mm-hmm. And I think that's his, the position with Salah, like, we'll do it this level, Mo, but if not, OK, we'll, we'll thank you, we'll get as much as we can, we'll move in another direction. So I think it could be Klopp starting to move things forward. Um, but listen, there's a base of a brilliant football club there. There's a base of, of, of a team that can go right to the wire in all competitions and uh, mm. close to winning a Premier League title. So you don't want to break that up for nothing. But I do get mm. the sense as though a little freshening up might might be part of what Union Club's looking at next year mm. or so. Yeah, I mean, as ever, mate, the, the close season, mm. the transfer window is going to be fascinating. There's tons of rumours already. I mean, we, we finished one season and we... We think we're going to take a break, and then you go online and you go to the to the websites and the newspapers, yeah. and oh, we, here we go already. And there's oh, all sorts already. of stuff. so. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah, they'll 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 dust themselves down. It's been yeah. an incredibly long season, sixty three games to Liverpool. Oh, but yeah, the, 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 there's transition going on with some of the yeah. younger signings, and I think it will continue. 
this summer. But yeah, for all Liverpool fans out there, the next yeah. few weeks with, with Mane and Salah are going yeah. to be very, very important in terms of what the team is going to look like and what it needs in this window when, when it fully opens and, and players can be bought. Yeah, and just on that, just finally for me, I just think I hope that Liverpool fans it isn't too much disappointment because it's been a brilliant season. They've yeah, played. Been, there's yeah. been games where they played some unbelievable quality, uh, some mm. some great games that we've seen. The, the two Man City games just stand out as it's just yeah. like at another level, mate, in, in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, but it'd be interesting to go and, and Jurgen Klopp's a man who you, you trust. He, he's continued to build this football club, and I'm sure he's going to be ambitious to do that as well. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Just be, before we close up, mate, just a couple of bits of, of other business. Um, there's been quite a bit of news around the Chelsea takeover. And it looks like the ownership now of Todd Bowley and the consortium is officially approved and I think going to go through possibly on Monday or Tuesday of next week. So great mm. news for Chelsea fans. And it looks as though there might be a little bit of money available to spend on not only the stadium and the infrastructure, but on, on the team as well. Yeah, I mean, the, the fans want to hear that. And I think, to be fair, the process has been been a pretty lengthy process, yeah. which, it, which it had to. This is a, a mega, a mega football club yeah. in terms of world football. It's going to, always going to take time. But yeah, of course, the, the fans are, will be keen about what money is going to be available. I think the main thing is that the club is going to be OK now, that they can go into the market as normal and do their trading, which is, you know, of course, incredibly important. Sell tickets, sell merchandise. Get the club going again. We'll see what the ownership looks like, Rob. We'll see how much they deliver on some of these promises of money yeah. for the squad. I mean, it's it, ownership is the, is obviously the top of the tree, and it's you know all, all successful clubs. You even look at the ones now and the and the support and the finances from Man City mm. and Liverpool, the way that they've handled that club. We see what's going on Man United with ownership that's that's not doing a great job. Yeah. So ownership is key. And we'll Absolutely. see how Todd Bowley and the other investors kind of handle it. But it's it's good news for Chelsea fans. They can move on, knowing the club is safe, and they can go about being a normal football club over the summer, which is really important with the lone players coming back. Again, whichever club you look at, it's going yeah. to be exciting. Yeah, when you yeah. see who comes in the squad and all the deals. Uh, Conor Gallagher, does he come and get involved? Which you'd think he, he would have to be part of the first team going forward now, but we will see. But no, it's good news for Chelsea uh, I don't think it's super rubber stamped yet, or co- what? So completed, but it has yeah, been approved pretty, by the government. Yeah, it looks like it's, it's pretty it's close happen. to being done, doesn't it? And uh, Chelsea fans will yeah. be delighted, and then can start talking about you know con- contesting titles again uh, with the likes of, of Liverpool and Manchester City at the top of the table. Now Spurs look like they're in, in good fettle as well with Conte mm-hmm. staying and money available for them. Another bit of news, mate, and, and it's got an American sort of twang to it. It's uh, that Lee side American. Brendan Aronson from RB Salzburg. So he'll go and join Jesse March. He played for Jesse March at Salzburg. A young player, can play the uh, wide on the right, can play for midfield. Lots of athletic energy, can do the press. Apparently he was a Premier League fan from back in the day when he was a kid. Can't wait to get into the league. Sounds like good business for both parties on that one. 
It, it seems like it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? You know, player, the manager that's worked uh, worked before. I think he brought him into the club before uh, Jesse Marsh did. Um, his attributes of his running ability and variety in where he can play it suits the way that Marsh wants to play. And it's always good. I always like these quick signings, Rob, because obviously yeah. it's planned. And this has been, they've been trying to get him for a while. He's yeah. been on the radar. As soon as they've secured Premier League status, of course, yeah. Leeds United, they, they're in and they're, they're right on it and they make the deal and they bring him into the football club. So I like that. I like early mm-hmm. signings that's yeah. planned out. Um, yeah, we'll see how he does, mate. Of course, a yeah. jump, of course, from any it's other European jump. league. Yeah, yeah. It's a big jump and it might take him a little bit of time to settle in, but but good work from Leeds United. Victor Orta, the mm-hmm. director of football there, is a very, he's an outgoing, mm-hmm. he's a he's a doer. You know, he's mm-hmm. a doer. And he's, he's, he's about to do his work again and bring some more players in. And Leeds will be better for him being there and they'll be better for, for some of the injured boys, Patrick Bamford, etc., to get fit again, ready for next season. The, 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 you know, hopefully for them will be a little bit less dramatic. So apparently he's, he's from Medford in New Jersey, uh, Ben and Aronson, and they call him the Medford Messi. So oh, I'm sure boy. don't say that. Leeds fans will be all over the Medford Messi as he joins um, that's that club, and, and obviously be looking to make a big impression on the Premier League. Leeds staying mm-hmm. up. Huge story at the end of uh, that Premier League season, and um, I think we're all pleased to see you know a club like Leeds staying in there because they bring something very different and very special uh, to the Premier League. Listen, my friend, that's it. We're going to wrap it up for this season. Congratulations to Carlo and to Real Madrid, who were crowned champions in Paris, making it 14 European wins for this great historic club. That wraps up the season of Two Robbies Podcast. Just like to thank you, all our listeners and viewers who've supported us and downloaded each episode, tens of thousands each week. So thank you to you. Quick thank you to Mickey Dobbs and Jorge, our producers, for all the work they've done for us. A little private shout out to my old team, Port Vale, winning the League Two playoffs today. Hey. Up the Vale there in League One. Uh, so for the last time this season, my friend, I'm ill. He's mm. musty together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe, stay healthy, have a great summer. We'll see you in August. It's good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night. Good night. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.